Section zero of the Romance of the Romanovs. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynette Calkins, Monument, Colorado. The Romance of the Romanovs by Joseph Martin McCabe. Preface The history of Russia has attracted many writers and inspired many volumes during the last twenty years, yet its most romantic and most interesting feature has not been fully appreciated. Thirteen years ago, when the long struggle of the Russian Democrats culminated in a bloody revolution, I had occasion to translate into English an essay written by a learned professor who belonged to what was called the Russophile School. It was a silken apology for murder. The Russian soul, the writer said, was Oriental, not Western. The true line of separation of East and West was not the great ridge of mountains which raised its inert barrier from the Caspian Sea to the frozen ocean, but the Western limit of the land of the Slavs. In their character, the Slavs were an Eastern race, fitted only for autocratic rule, indifferent to those ideas of democracy and progress which stirred to its muddy depths the life of western europe they loved the little father they clung with all the fervor of their mild and peaceful souls to their old world church they had the placid wisdom of the east the health that came of living close to mother earth the tranquillity of ignorance was not the czar justified in protecting his people from the feverish illusions which agitated western europe and america Thus, in very graceful and impressive language, wrote the sound professors, the clients of the aristocracy, the more learned of the silk-draped priests. The Russia which they interpreted to us, the Russia of the boundless horizon, could not read their works. It was almost wholly illiterate. It could not belie them. Indeed, if one could have interrogated some earthbound peasant among those hundred and twenty millions, he would have heard with dull astonishment that he had any philosophy of life. His cattle lived by instinct. His path was traced by the priest and the official. But the American onlooker found one fatal defect in the Russophile theory. These agents of the autocracy contended that the soul of Russia rejected Western ideas, yet they were spending millions of rubles every year they were destroying hundreds of fine-minded men and women every year they were packing the large jails of russia until they reeked with typhus and other deadly maladies in an effort to keep those ideas away from the russian soul while russophile professors were penning their plausible theories of the russian character the autocracy which they defended was being shaken by as brave and grim a revolution as any that has upset thrones in modern Europe. Moscow, the shrine of this supposed beautiful docility, was red with the blood of its children. In the jails and police cells of Russia, about 200,000 men and women, boys and girls, quivered under the lash or sank upon fever beds, and almost as many more dragged out a living death in the melancholy wastes of Siberia. They wanted democracy and progress, and their introduction of those ideas to the peasantry had awakened so ready and fervent a response that it had been necessary to seal their lips with blood. We looked back along the history of Russia 
and we found that the struggle was nearly a century old. The ghastly route to Siberia had been opened eighty years before. Russia had felt the revolutionary wave which swept over Europe during the thirties of the nineteenth century, and the Tsar of those days had fought not less savagely than the rulers of Austria, Spain, and Portugal for his autocracy. Every democratic advance that has since been won in Western Europe has provoked a corresponding effort to advance in Russia, and that effort has always been truculently suppressed. Nearly every other country in Europe has had the courage to educate its people and enable them to study its institutions with open mind. Russia remains illiterate to the extent of 75%, and its rulers have ever discouraged or restricted education. The autocracy rested not upon the affection, but upon the ignorance of its people. When we regard the whole history of that autocracy, we begin to understand the tragedy of Russia. We dimly but surely perceive in the dawn of European history that among the families which wandered through the forests of Europe, none were more democratic than, few were as democratic as, the early Slavs we find this great family spread over an area so immense that it is further encouraged to cling to democratic, even communistic, life, and avoid the making of princes or kings. We then find the inevitable military chiefs, not born of the Slav people, intruding and creating princedoms. We find an oriental autocracy fastening itself violently and parasitically upon the helpless nation, we find the evil example and the tincture of foreign blood continuing the development until princes of Moscow become tsars of all the Russias and convert a title dipped in blood into a title to rule by the grace of God and the affection of the people. And we find that Muscovite dynasty, from which the Romanovs issued, playing such pranks before high heaven as few dynasties have played, until the old Slav spirit awakens at the call of the world and makes an end of it. That is the romance of the Romanovs, of Russia and its rulers, which I propose to tell. This is not a history of Russia, but the history of its autocracy as an episode, of its real origin, its long-drawn brutality, its picturesque corruption, its sordid machinery of government, its selfish determination to keep Russia from the growing light, its terrible final struggle and defeat. To a democratic people there can be no more congenial study than this exposure of the crime and failure of an autocracy. To any who find romance in such behavior as kings and nobles were permitted to flaunt in the eyes of their people in earlier ages, the story of the Romanovs must be exceptionally attractive. J. M. End of preface.